Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brutal episode of Kill Shuffle. I'm Donald. Hi, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, yes, we are yes. doing. We have sort of found yes. ourselves doing uh, a, quite, quite a, it's a quite a heavy slate this week. Um, we'll be reviewing new albums from Cradle of Filth, Dream Theater, Mull, Limp Biscuit, and Don Broco. I realise that that does, that does. It's quite a Cradle of Filth on Cradle, one side, Don Broco on the other side. You can't really say those names with a, with a dulcet tone, really. No, 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 no. It's, no, it's I mean, it's, you could. It's the full gamut of testosterone field yeah. man rock. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, is yeah. it though? We're gaining. Is it, is it testosterone fueled or? Uh, it, it, I think it's a, a very man conscious. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Will, White will, man <laughs> conscious rock of death metal. I will say if you're if you're if you're tuning in this week for our like Pink Pantheress girl in red Biba Doobie side, not gonna get that this week. This is all it's all like stuff that you could comfortably have it like download or backing or something like that. Yeah, but that's that's okay because that's that's our bread and butter, isn't it? It's a couple of female vocals. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, there are actually that's true. Um, so that's exciting. And obviously it's been a little bit of a break uh, because I was in Berlin playing a real life gig to real life people, which was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Still haven't actually got any more lined up, which I probably shouldn't give that peek behind the curtain, but it's true. But you survived. (laughs) You survived the decapitation almost. We survived. Yeah, 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 yeah. We survived the Berlin guillotine incident. Is that Uh, what you're calling? Yeah. Well, I don't know. During the first, I mean, if it was, if it was halfway through the set, it wouldn't have been so bad, but it was, you know. First song, we were already super disorientated because the apparently they they still have smoking venues in Berlin. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know, immediately we were off balance. We get in there, the sound engineer is like sucking on a cigarette, going, "You're at a hundred. You need to be at seventy. Too loud." And we're sort of going, "Okay, okay, right. Let's try and figure this out. Not playing our own instruments, not using our own amps, <laughs> trying to figure out how to play in a small white cement cube." Got there and then he started playing the first song. And after about a minute and a half, Connor hits a cymbal. And these are, you know, these are not the, the primo symbols. These are like, you know, I think the, the cheapest on Thoman. So just yes. thin enough that they, sl- like the, the cymbal stand fell over and sliced right through. Um, I've seen it happen base 20 years ago, but it's yeah. been a while. It's been a while. So yeah, so sliced right through yeah. the cable, sound immediately gone and just scrambling, not not really understanding what was going on. I have to say, shout out to Leon from Burn the Witch because there was no sound engineer on on duty for our set because we opened the night. So he, the, the guitarist yeah, yeah. who had loaned I was, I was watching yeah. the little video and you looked so concerned I was you looked like oh shit is it like I, as I, if it was raining on stage at a festival I had no idea what had happened and I, exactly yeah. and massive shout out to Leon from Burn because he, he really stepped up and became sort of ad hoc roadie and, and, and sorted out a couple of things that went wrong during the set oh, but okay. and he, he got us a new lead and everything but yeah. um and, and shout out to Sasha my fiance for, for since replacing the lead identical lead <laughs> so I now have my lovely green surf green good. fender lead again but good. but anyway uh, the set went really well um, it, was, it was really it was good fun uh, happy birthday Rory happy 30th birthday and it was actually a really fun night because we were playing with uh, Burn the Witch and this guy called Connor Corp and uh, <laughs> this group called uh, Lanigan 
Uh, oh god, I forgot. I forgot Mark, Mark Lanigan, you know, Lanigan no, uh... McAndrew. I think they were called. Anyway, all, kind of a. Do you know? You know, Never Not Nothing, formerly known as Black Futures, that band. Yes. Like one kind of like sort of punk guitarist and yeah. one person on a laptop yes. was that type of vibe. It's really cool. That's fun. That's always fun. Yeah, surprising. He, he did Rocky Road to Dublin in a sort of uh, electronic punk style, which in I, honor of you. Or... Uh, no, no, he's the Irish guy. Oh, Actually, okay. I feel, I feel like nearly the whole like everybody was either on the night. There was a few Germans peppered in, but it was mostly Irish people and Americans for some reason playing. Um, but uh, yeah anyway that was that was great Berlin's an amazing nice. city and it was really fun to play a gig so you know hopefully uh, the, the promoters out there I mean uncertain times that we're living in right now but uh, mm-hmm. you know for, for right now gigs are still legal so yes just just turn your daylight saving time <laughs> back a bit so we can yeah. party at clubs earlier two hours earlier uh, it gets dark at half five anyway start them start them at half four <laughs> yeah I feel like I feel like early birds like myself I mean, I'm I'm early to bed, late to rise. So you know, I I don't get the 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 benefit of the uh, of the early start. But I do. I am not like super late person, but I do feel sorry for people who the, like the to DJs, stay out late, the, the DJs, the clubbers, and stuff, because that they got about three good weeks, and now it's back to like midnight. Three. Yeah, Jesus. I think I think I think it was about three Fucking, weeks. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, but you know, yeah. any any I I'll certainly be packing yeah. my stuff up from any gig that I'd be going to around eleven. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Anyways, um, any other any other news? I mean, apart from the, the news, which is Wild Type Droid, the new Failure album, which is coming out in what two weeks now? Three yes, weeks? two weeks, three weeks. Um, there's another Tricat album coming out on the fifteenth of December. That's gonna be <laughs> hell for me because they always put on a, a, an interesting show. Uh, but yeah, yeah, m- must must all these That's bands insane, release albums in December? They must um, have some serious like pedal to the metal during this whole thing yeah what did I actually I have the inside scoop from Kelly himself yeah um, he, I think he said that it would be somewhere between old school failure and the kind of the, the like in the future sound well judging by the album cover it looks quite old school yeah he said somewhere in between uh, The Heart yeah. is a Monster and In the Future with some some new moments and a slightly darker tone so that's exciting it seems it yeah. the, the first single is astounding heads down it's just so good gorgeous it's so good I am don't, I, don't, doesn't get better than doesn't yeah. get better than failure it does not get better than failure um, and we are gearing up to release our next single so keep an eye on the drawing weather socials for um, another song coming very soon with the lovely we're doing like a Berlin video yes. with it so oh here we go yeah, I'll, I'll get we there got, as well you gotta squeeze it yeah 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 the co- comma well, <laughs> well fam- I, famously I had to fix my fucking laptop for a month the, the, of waiting the, forget, forget it with the worldwide vinyl production delays Ba- laptop battery delays is what's is what's uh, impacting your record, but yeah, I mean, like I'm going on to that mindset of once I once I release these eight songs, I'm gonna already be in the middle of the next four very quickly. <laughs> There's gonna be no delay, like straight on to the next. I'm yeah. not even gonna wait a while. The inspiration hits. Inspiration has been hitting, but you know it's the writing period during the recording period, yeah. which a lot of bands go through, yeah. especially on tour. You just got to get it out there. Um, yeah, loads of... Yeah, I suppose it's kind of funny. I feel like the, the the sense that we're covering the same bands over and over and over again has really been accelerated during like, COVID just because every band... I mean, there's a Biffy Clara album we're not covering this week. Um, you know, spoilers, because... It's mid. I think it's kind of mid. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty mid. And it's funny because it seems like it's getting... Not to go off on a tangent, but it seems like it's getting a, a really, really fantastic critical response. I mean, the good songs, rightly so. Yeah. Some oh yeah. Like stunning. like some of the yeah. I mean you know, hunger in your haunt. Incredible. Like unknown male number one. The really end. Like the it. end segment. 
Yes. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun. yeah. But 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 I you know for my money not not that this is a review but just for my money I, I kind of feel like the singles really hit and then there's a few album tracks and there's some stuff that kind of just doesn't work like that that witch's cup song is just way too jaunty. I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Celebration of endings I think has has really even gotten better since that tonight. That's gotten even better with time. This new one we'll, we'll wait and see. But for me it's not quite up there with either of the last two and. That, that kind of was enough to say right they're bumped well shows me for buying the vinyl right you've got yeah. the right you see Dylan, well like coming off Celebration of Endings it's like holy fuck try before you buy right yeah usually with like a surefire run with that you'd assume but I know oh, well, you know hey it, it might be a, it might be a slow burner but anyway we're not here to talk about Biffy Clara we are here to talk about Don Broco and Amazing Things the fourth album from the Bedford Quartet uh, that trade in uh, I don't know what would you call it like it's sort of it's sort of light-hearted jock rock I think it's sort of their their shtick it's very much tongue-in-cheek it's quite uh, quite humorous I as they've evolved as they've evolved they, I was, they started out as a rock band that did not look like a rock band well it's funny because <laughs> Don Broke I've sort of I've sort of had a had a bit of a reverse evolution from what a lot of bands in that genre do in terms of they they started out with the first couple albums being quite squeaky clean the and moment. polished and poppy mm-hmm. they're, they're very they're very much in that sort of Mallory Knox uh, like Yumi at Six not quite that to that extent but very kind of squeaky yeah. what's, that, what's that band that a lot of people like they're, they're, they're okay um, they just released a new album that's actually very good you like Transmute what that was called the album and it had like a big engine turbine on the front you know what I'm talking oh, about oh I think I do I don't know I don't know though. You you uh, reckon, you said I, we should have covered it on the show. Oh, I did, I did. Anyway, yes, whatever. Uh, Presto Miko, they're a little Presto bit Miko. like that, right? Um, sort of, you know. But they, but they, what I'm saying is that they've gotten actually kind of less polished and a bit more grimy as they've gone along, which is yeah. an unusual trajectory. And I, they, they fit yeah. in all slices of pop now with mm. with uh, a bit more of like serious yeah. efforts mixed with the the having fun yeah right they, they sort they, of like meme they, lordship yeah they like the jar- Damiani. Uh, they love the jarring nature of it all and mm. this is kind of going full on full on into that more so than the last album i think yeah so so the more last album so. for me so like we're coming at this from two different angles because the last album for me technology i thought was pretty much like a perfect sort of big beefy pop rock record it uh, it was number seven on my albums of the year 2018 it so. was not for me at yeah. the time but I think I grew to love it you grew to love it that's, yeah. that's actually very that's slowly good. actually I came back three years later I think and then I was yeah. like oh it makes sense now yeah because you it's funny because you were almost hyping this up more than I was which was interesting because obviously I'd been so well, so the, into uh, the last one the way this band drip drip fed the singles with yeah. the meme videos and, <laughs> yeah. and teasing us with oh it's, it's Fucking the, the lead guy gonna be a boxer, boxer now? No, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just for the video. For the video. Okay, so <laughs> is that David Beckham? No, it's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is this? Yeah. So I mean, okay. So I. So you're there was this couple of pre pre release singles, quite a few actually, because this album has been has been long long delayed due to like vinyl shortages and all yeah. the rest of it. So I think we got a good few singles before it came out, and and you know. They're, they're, it's a very different sound to what we expected from technology there's riffs on technology it's big riffs but this is a very riffy album mm-hmm. I would say almost veering into new metal at times yeah I'd say there's quite a bounce to a lot of this stuff huge bounce right yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure particularly on those first couple of singles like I mean on G- Gumshield and, and Man- I mean Gumshield is great because it begins with that like 
real cheesy sort of like parpy 90s <laughs> and, uh, like know. a cheap boxing ring entrance song. yeah yeah it's literally that yeah that's what it is exactly and, and then Rob Damiani does the first of a lot of mantra like sort of rap chanting you know that I put yeah. my gun shoot in protect but he does it he does it so much just a super bread number one fan all it almost, the album. almost like a very metally kind of like a very metally Anthony Kiedis mixed with a Fred Durst almost yeah that's um, that, that was the, the better of both both thing yeah he's quite good he's good at it he's definitely good at it but it's he brings, not something he, he, that's he, it's jarring but he brings the rage and uh, yeah. he's, he's got a lot to vent <laughs> rage I mean rage against the machine is all over this. I mean, it's a huge amount of those like gong, 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 gong. I mean, they they pretty much steal the riff from Bulls on Parade. Um, uh, towards it's towards the end. I think it's on. Uh, I think it's, it's on. It's on Revenge Re- Body. Body. Revenge yeah. Body. Yeah. Body. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Always at, at the, the gym. gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which which actually fan club were guilty of doing that a couple of years ago. So I can't get too mad because yeah. they they did that on All Fall Down as well. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah. fucking. They're great courses. This is the kind of the start mm. of the real. I mean, they've always had arena ready. Kind oh, of they've always had huge courses. But, but this time is like the production follows on suit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the producers, yeah, I think I think kind of returning producers, Jason Perry and Dan Lancaster. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we spoke about them before. The, the one guy's kind of a punk guy. The sort of a pop guy. It, yeah. it works. It works well. The production is excellent. Yeah. I have no complaints. For the yeah. Production. Manchester Super Reds. Uh, number, number one. one, fan. one, fan. one. Yeah. It kind of goes with the Beastie Boys bounce. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Some great like breaking and pulling back into the song with yeah. with like huge bass kicking with the drums yeah. it's it's really pleasing to listen that, to that chorus is great I think I think the, the filter on the bass wow with the wow yeah it's it's yeah. huge and very Beastie Boys as you see in the video mm, yes yeah, yeah. The video, very Beastie most Boys. expensive meme video I've ever seen yeah it's excellent really. yeah Manchester Super Red Summer Fans is really 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 good and I did the vocal trade-off between Rob Damiani and then Matt Donnelly who's sort of Rob, Rob Damiani is like the the sort of Matt can reach more bellowing when you yeah, need someone like, like a really reach Matt can reach he's the yeah like exa- exactly and, and, and then, and then but Matt they, they, just does the anthemic yeah. kind of rock vocal and then yeah. Rob Rob is kind of more the the personality vocal yeah. Yeah. but he does he does bring it a bit he, I think his vocals have, have almost yeah. reached the height that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That they both can at different points yeah for sure um, and they go for that but there's same, some moments where like yeah. the Manchester uh, the last chorus of that song yeah. like the, the, the harmonies come in at the end and, you, and like they're yeah. on another level yeah. so they just make it make it uh, something special really and there's a few more like so Gumshield and uh, Manchester they set they kind of set the um, they set the tone for a yeah. couple of other songs Uber very similar again yeah. Bruce Willis yeah. quite similar um, you know there's even, even, even Bad For Your Health that's kind of where my issue slightly begins. There, they, there is oh, a lot. There is a lot of songs that follow that that template, and I think some of them do it better than others. Like I think, for example, I think Uber is. Well, there's the heavy song. It's fantastic. Uber's great. Got yeah. a great chorus. Yeah. Just a kind of a chant, not full vocals. Just yeah, a real yeah. head bobber. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Great message towards the song about. Uh, Casual racism. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just realizing that you know you you have to be fully on anti-racism. You can't just. Um, I I guess it's oh, how does it start really? 
It's like, been yeah. a long night. I'm going to call me an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, no it, um, it, starts, it starts off with something like, it's about, it's about like, kind of like getting even, a taxi and yeah. then getting the State of the Union and people being super racist yeah. and stuff. Even yeah. though you're white, you still should be fully anti, not just non-racist, yeah, 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 full-on yeah. anti-racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is which which is which is cool. Like, and it deals it, with the current occurrences like that. They turn a lot of things in their head. I think yeah. I, th- I think uh, and it just being kind of commonplace to assume that mm. you know white racist. That's how it goes. But mm. no, no, no. It's it's a very very cool song. I think. Yeah, I think overall the the vibe it gives me just because this is an album of it's actually really different in its construction because apart the only songs that I think kind of give me a vibe of what they sounded like before maybe like Anaheim and maybe uh, Endorphins yeah Um, but but, but really what this album is I think it's a mix of sort of I would say almost Ocean Grove style the Ocean striking little elements like yeah uh, it always surprised me throughout the whole list that's why I say Ocean Grove you're right because it's it's the big new metal riffs and then there's tons and tons and tons of little I don't know if you want to call them interludes but little trip hop sort of 90s flashy gorgeous experiments like some Deftone weirdness with with one true prince yeah Um, Deftones for sure one of the best Deftones songs not done by Deftones (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, Um, yeah 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 yeah. Uh, it's it's it's, yeah so that to me I I, I find just I I, I found myself wanting a little bit more of like just like t-shirt song or come out to LA or like I think you kind of get a bit of that you get a little bit of it you do you do Um, you get a little bit of it yeah yeah, uh, as, you, as you said with the main singles and stuff, but I think they go for something a bit more personal sometimes here. A bit more take, oh, yeah. taken aback by the pandemic as well. Definitely on Easter Sunday you get that. There's Easter a, Sunday. A real, yeah. Um, kind of which is heartwarming. Yeah, pretty pretty sad. Uh, yeah, yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt, of course, lost a lot of family yes. to the pandemic, so yes. it's very affecting and it has his vocals in there quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so it deals with that mm-hmm. uh, heart-wrenching element of the last few years. Yeah. And then you get stuff like Bruce Willis, which it ha- which is just it's surface it level lyric lyricism. This is like, oh yes, I finally got the quote Bruce Willis. In yeah, song. yeah. And this song's all about me trying for years to get that to happen. Um, so that's, <laughs> I think I made a money, but then that, that also has that that kind of like the the the, the, the inflames or the the Dave Mustaine croak. The yeah, and it starts it starts with kind of a ballady thing. Yeah. It's never enough. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but the it's piano fun. and stuff. It's, it's it gets good. It, yeah, it's, and it's it starts weird. with like a voodoo people kind of drum beat to yeah. it. Yeah, it's really fun. They're, you can tell they're really having fun with with uh, different styles. Um, I love the end of Anaheim, by the way. Yeah, it sounds yeah. Anaheim kind of reminded me of Asuifa meets like all twins meets Ed Shikari. One of the yeah. one of the most beautiful kind of end bits to a yeah. song I've heard in a very long while. Yeah, no, the ending of Anaheim is 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 really stunning. It's great. It's it's good. Yeah, yeah. I wa- I really wasn't expecting to be so reminded of sort of modern day corn and stuff on a yeah. on a Don Broco album. I do think that they're. I almost kind of want to hear the. I feel like they've they they they're swung in one direction and then they they've swung in another direction. Mm-hmm. I almost want to hear what's it's the album that's pretty... kind of halfway between this and technology. I like when they're kind of riffy and big and it's just Rob sort of essentially rapping a lot of the yeah. time. Uh, I, I take this loads. Of, there's lots of big choruses and stuff on it too. But um, for me, I, I think they could be playing to their strengths slightly more. A lot of what's on here here is really fun. I think I, I love list, a lot of. I it. think the the listing order is correct. I think listening yeah. to singles back to back, like if you listen to fucking yeah. Manchester mix, then yeah, then write to bad for your health. It's a different story. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I think leading on the way on the track is is a good way to follow this whole thing. Yeah, um, I love the lyrics in this. Yeah, there's a lot of fun lyrics. I love the lyrics, I love the meanings of stuff. Um, yeah. Summer season, global warming kind of stuff. Yes, I'm um, getting a bit serious with that. Endorphins, <laughs> dealing with them just being a thing and yeah, kind of dealing with them in your life as an obsession and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the video is Power Rangers in it, fighting right. fighting the fake David Beckham again. So that's a yeah, one trooper into some nice lyrics. Um, yeah. There's that there's that line. It's like it's okay. Being we're, okay with your insignificance. Yeah, in the it's okay that we're not in love. It's okay that we're not enough. Spinning around a dying sun, just like everyone. You know, kind great of, modulation at the end. Yeah, I love the key change. Really Up, good key change all the way. <laughs> yeah, good key change. Yeah, overall, yeah, like it's it's a fun it's a fun listen. I I yeah, I suppose for me it's there's there's a couple of moments that mm. kind of let it down slightly. I think, but I don't think bad for your health is is excellent. I think it's good after a good more few more listens. It is good. No, I've I, yeah, no, no. I, I've tr- I've given everything because we've had. In fairness, we have had a bit of a break, so I've actually given everything this week. Extra, extra listen, <sighs> listens. I think this is this is good. I don't. I don't like it myself as much technology, but I still think there's a lot of stuff. Oh, I think it. I like. think it triumphs over oh, technology a whole no. lot more. I um, just think they're, they're doing they're doing stuff that better. sounds less Don Broco. I think do, there's there's way more good. moments on this good. that sound more like. <laughs> They're they're draw- honestly drawing from like you know Limp yeah. Biscuit, Corn, mm. Ocean Grove. I don't think uh, I was you know. Sorry, I I don't think I was too overly crazy about original Don Broco. Mm. Um, it was growing with technology. You could yeah, tell yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. they were going for stuff that would become this, and now I think they've become this, and yeah. and I definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Um, no, fair enough. All all I all I want from this was I think I love the production. I think yeah. even even like the big riffing and that's all great. I just think just a bit more in the way of song structure right now it's, it just feels a little bit like riff chant rap trip hoppy sort of interlude bit big riff chant you know that kind of way I, I yeah. prefer a little bit more maybe, traditional song maybe. structure I, I think the only occurrence of that is one true prince is verse chorusy verse chorusy yeah. Um, yeah 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 it's yeah, still yeah. fun still but fun. I but I love I think like Gumshield brilliant some Manchester Reds brilliant Uber brilliant you know what I mean just the few great that, simp yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like Spacey. Bruce Willis doesn't hit so hard for me. I think Revenge Body is pretty good. I mean, just that chorus. Always oh, at the gym. That's that's excellent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's more bits than anything. But I think it's, it's all in it's my good. head. It's it, yeah. it's probably the most in my head song or album this year. I nice, think. like nice. love it or hate it. Definitely don't hate it. Love or hate the songs. Really like it. Yeah, yeah. Very memorable. Yeah. Um, throughout yeah. tons of bits like the yippee guy mother. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. you think I made of money. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's uh, it's very good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it is very good. Yes, essential part of um, modern rock. I think. Mm. Oh, the way yeah. it's going. I think this is an accurate. Little, it has a little. They have a little niche. I think the big world niche would actually be, would be the world would be worse off without Don Broco. No yeah. question about it. Yeah, yeah they're they're definitely uh, trendsetters in the right direction. I think for this kind of kind of tongue in cheek with yeah. a bit of serious heavy hitting stuff. Yeah. But um, you know, we we referenced tons of bands that you can you can grab from and get straight to this and find something. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. If you're a Limp Bizkit fan, sure. If you're a Deftones fan, sure. Not a big Limp Bizkit fan. Sorry, that's a little <laughs> for super reference for you. Honestly, if you're just into big riffs and all that jazz and a bit <laughs> yeah. of sweetness, this is there. Yeah, it totally. is for sure. Uh, favorite track? <sighs> what do you do this to me, dude? Um, uh, God, it's it's you know favorite lick. 
is the Anaheim ending, obviously. It's Manchester Super Reds. Number one fan. Very good, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful... It's so good. Yeah, yeah. It's the best chorus I've heard in it, so long. It's probably the best chorus of the year, yeah. <laughs> Easily. Yeah, yeah, I just sonic people. It's, it's very, very good, yeah. Um, cool, in that case, I'll probably take Uber. Nice. Um, okay. And... Uber's a good one. Score out of ten? Um, I give this a nine. Nine from you, yeah. Yeah, I edging on a ten. I was, I was. See, if we gave half scores, I'd probably give it seven and a half. But because I liked Don Broco so much, I think I'll round up and give them an eight. Good for this. Eight for amazing things and a nine yeah. from Dylan. It's very good. It's pretty masterful. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Good time. Manchester Super Reds number one fan. Uh, good stuff. That's amazing things by Don Broco. Go check it out for sure. Yes. Do. Um. Next album of the week. Uh, let's let's change gears. Comes from Mool. They are a Danish, uh, black gaze band. I guess you call them. Yes. Um. They come from that same tradition as you know, Wolves in the Throne Room and mm-hmm. Deaf Heaven and Alcest and. Sylvain who's actually on this album mm-hmm. um, and all that good stuff and I'm kind of a sucker for this sound I'm not a big black metal guy just like pure kind of though I am so that's, that's that's a weird kind of thing I'm, I'm yeah. the originator yeah yeah, uh, yeah of the whole thing yeah well what are you into black metal wise uh immortal yeah uh yeah. Cradle of Filth to begin with sure sure it's yeah been very, it's been many many years with Cradle of Filth for me yeah. um and we'll hear about that in a bit um but the whole lot really mm. uh Dima Borgir to an extent uh, yeah. those kind of bridge the death metal they do to black yeah, metal a bit more dimmy, dimmy for sure. tons of weird bands that I've found through YouTube and stuff yeah. the songs and bits that I, I love the kind of like snowblind kind yeah. of effort that I some... will say this year actually there's been a few like um, uh, Serena Cherry from um, from uh, what's the band called uh, help me out here the they, they, they're like kind of a metal band that do like a lot of their songs are about kind of um, you know the thing like the things that Serena goes through uh, they had a big big album last year with the, um, with, the, with the goats kind of head on the front like a, like a still life well it's Svalbard Svalbard Svalbard, yeah, Svalbard. Yeah. yeah yeah so yes yeah, so you mentioned them <laughs> Svalbard already no, right? no 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 I said Sylvain oh, okay. um, sorry Svalbard the brilliant band but but she had a she had a solo project this year um, mm-hmm. which was a black metal mm-hmm. solo project that I really enjoyed and then the, uh, there's an album called The Tool Grimmeries by yes. um, by a band I can't think of the name Be- Ruins of Beverast which I, which I really liked as well that's <laughs> black metal record so I'm not like a complete clod when it comes to this stuff but I tend to prefer the more melodic side so that's where Mole sits um, Yord by Mole modern classic right do we you like that album I thought it was alright yeah I thought it was alright okay. it wasn't wasn't a miracle by any uh, miracle occurrence did we in my... it on the show uh, I, did we I think we I think, I think we, we may did. have yeah I was I was alright about it I was kind yeah. of middling about it I uh, yeah that album to me I think is a kind of an all timer I'll be honest I I I really think it's one of the best examples of I think it's one of the best examples of of a metal record yeah. it, it it it's it was in my it was it was I don't think we actually reviewed it on the show but um it made it to funnily enough right next to Don Broco number six so I liked it one better than uh, than the Don Broco album in my albums of the year oh, yeah. um but I yeah this is number six of twenty eighteen yeah. and. They're back. Second album. Little, um, little different. A lot different. Little different. A lot different. What's changed? They've hit the big league. So they're, this is, this is their, you know, this is their debut with uh, Nuclear Blast Records. So that he, is a big thing. One yeah. of the biggest metal records and with one of the biggest metal producers, Satui Madsen, who produced some of my favorite albums of all time, The Dead Eye by The Haunted, 
Fiction by Dark Tranquility um, and some of your favourite albums of all time like you know Arch and The Unraveling by Darren Gray for example yeah that is one of the best ones yeah done. so he's he's got a very very strong pedigree as a producer um, and I think you know you can hear this is a big big sound yeah um, the, and the last album you know it, it has a boutique kind of sound it's it's fantastic but you have to kind of get used to it this just sounds huge yeah um, and how was it hitting for you good much like Arch I think yeah. he has a good sense of a sense of how how big and vibrant bands can be yeah. or are intending to be yeah. outside their bubble. Yeah, um, it totally does that bridging bridging different genres and stuff and different yeah. styles of rock of early early two thousand stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so far outside the realm of of of, of black metal. Yeah, um, and it's like there's there's a lot of stuff. That's the thing I think. What this album is first of all, it's a more triumphant I think and kind of mm. like it takes almost more yeah. not not, not major key triumphant but just kind of yeah yeah it yeah. gets it, it has bits it's flashes. not the it's not like liturgy or something it's not or or um asteroid like it's not Astro- it's not yeah. super ma- major key but but it, it's it it's does close. feel more uplifting yeah but there's also a huge amount more I'd say of like quote-unquote traditional metal and I don't know whether that's the like it, like itinerary for example is much more kind of like typical yeah. metal to t- surf surf uh, yeah surf also kinda, yeah. Th- there is riffings before the choruses that, that are a bit more metallic yeah right they did it a little bit on dun, dun, I think it was dun, Vacuum dun, dun, was the song dun, dun, I can't quite remember but they did. They definitely did like a that kind of like just chugs and like battering ram drums a little bit on the first album but this one definitely feels like it has more like photophobic is another example where like the verses because I sometimes I'd show my friends like Penumbra or something like that defy the light duh, 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 where, where, the, where the riff is just immediately super melodic mm. and I was and I remembered the like the da, 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 from Photophobic and I was like okay cool I'm gonna put this on and it'll I just my memory of it was yeah it'll just be like super melodic and I put it on it was like a full minute and a half just like basically sort of black metal <laughs> and I was like wait, wait, wait for it wait for it and then, and then the chorus came in and they were like oh okay I get it now yeah. um, so you have to be a bit more I think of a metalhead to enjoy this but what, yeah. if you are it's fucking great yeah like you can come off Metallica to this right yeah easily Gajira also I think mm-hmm. there's a little bit of Gajira in some of the songs um, there's it's some great guest spots also yeah like, I can't a, see them but Mirza Mirza Radanika on Photophobic I think Really, it sounds like a almost like a female soprano voice, but mm-hmm. I, think, I think he's Very a dude. So. Um, but really beautiful. And then on, on Diorama, you get um, big you long get, yeah feature. Yeah, Sylvain, um, a Catherine Shepard is her name, but Bangle Sylvain. If you don't know, album Atoms Aligned, Always Separating or something. By it's got a great cover by Sylvain. Brilliant, brilliant record. Mm-hmm. But she just sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, and and Kim, who is a lovely man because I've met him briefly, but uh, he's kind of doing just so much on that song like just like he just has so much more to his voice than he showed on the first record yeah you can really hear now his sensibilities of um kind of just melodic singing as well yep as 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 far as he goes with with the uh, the black metal which is pretty far yeah um different slice compared to Danny Filth oh yeah you know you know <laughs> that just goes to show they're both black metal vocalists yeah. but they're both taken from different slices of the greats um yeah. uh his is what his would be more kind of um more almost close to a death metal yeah yeah than black metal um because it, it, sure. it's 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 kind of like um almost like the yell of 
uh, Azami or you okay. remember them yeah, yeah remember it has them. that Azami was more punk rock this is definitely more black metal in that respect yeah um, but, but the melodic sensibility I get from this band is very familiar to Azami and stuff like that yeah 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 for sure mixed with a bit of like the guitar the lead guitar of I don't know a perfect circle yeah um, there's also like a ton of like if you listen to the song Redacted there's a ton of God is an Astronaut in that also which yeah. I think is amazing like I was like oh no way um, but there's also like there's no getting around it that, like specifically Ordinary Corrupt Human Love Era Death Heaven like just buckets mm-hmm. of that on this record which is do you see a bit of Trivium as well with the anthemic Some, sometimes yeah like, yeah real early era Trivium yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's a good chase. Um, I, I sure. can totally imagine Matt singing on Spudies, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I think, I think, I think what Kim does is he takes it out of the realm of the like mm-hmm. sort of power metal and into more of a like you say, just more of a exclusively kind of gnarly kind of metal, he like the crusty metal. To it. Yeah, crusty metal. Crusty metal. Like he just, <laughs> he just, he, he, it's like it, there's so many just frankly disgusting vocals on this album. To, yeah. to best end, I think is one of the songs, and it's like, oh my god, how is he making that it's, sound? It's not the sexy kind of black metal. It's it's kind of raw. Yeah. <laughs> it's raw, thoroughly all, thoroughly medium rare all the way through. He he never he he's very like I I would have said that he had a similar scream. To somebody not 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 like tonally, but you know the way when you hear Randy Blythe, he pretty much does kind of one yeah. thing but it's really distinctive yeah um, he doesn't trade off and when he does he trades off completely which is the only slight gripe I do have oh you um, think I was going to say I think, I think he's showing more versatility no, on not, this not a, not a gripe on his talents no no, I, I agree he's yeah. showing much more versatility more, yeah. um, I, I just think like he, he really sticks to the, the the mono when it comes to the the black metal vocals yeah and like that's the kind of tone he's hitting he doesn't yeah. he doesn't go um, he doesn't I don't know like Keo from Darren Gray. He doesn't quite oh, do the. He's, he's not doing more, the death like, metal and then then what whisper screaming. Yeah. Um. He there's not there's not much of that change. Uh. Yeah. As the penny drops, it just kind of. I think he just treats it like a texture, and then yeah. but then he, he's uh-huh. doing more over the course of the album. Maybe not like in a minute to minute basis, but like there is even yeah, like you say, like I think there's there's lots of uh-huh. variety in the vocals. I think there's a lot of unexpected variety. I can places. tell what he's saying as well. I can, yeah, I can, most I can, of the time I can, I can, can. piece out lyrics, which is rare. Yeah, for, most of the time for this can. genre. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Although he sings in Danish, I think, on the last track, which is lovely. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh, which is really Fantastic. nice to hear because I think you know, kind of... It gives a little something different. Some, yeah, a bit, bit, bit unique. Yeah, the flow like, is a little better than English, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, yeah I'd yeah. agree. It's like, you ever listen to... Um, what are they called? Uh, do, you know, do, you know, do you know you know Cubby? His yeah, band. Yeah. You ever listen to, yeah. you ever listen to his band? Uh, they're called like uh, Te- Telephone, I think, is the name of that or something. Uh, I, I've, 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 I've absolutely fucked this because I don't know the name of the band but they yeah. have a song called like and it's like they, they, they sing in Norwegian and it's just yeah, so yeah. lovely it's it's actually amazing um, fuck with it if, I'll try and remember the name of that band before the end of the show but, uh, but um, Cubby's in them anyway but uh, yeah no this is this is, this is is great and there's, there's lots of musical <laughs> variety beyond just obviously there is this particular yeah. like Fracture for example there is very much the like kind of my bloody Valentine, like ooh, they're doing they're doing the whammy bar pulls and stuff, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. super shoegaze. But also like a little bit of Mogwai in there. I think on Vestige you've got like a dr- like a drum pattern that sounds way jauntier than you expect. It almost sounds like sort of a Travis Barker beat, which yes. is not what I expected. Yeah, at there's all a bit of jaunt in this as well, yeah, especially yeah. with like yeah, Vestige. 
Yeah. Redacted. <laughs> Redacted is just amazing. Monstrously, monstrously good. It's just, yeah. I don't know how they keep on coming up with these riffs, because obviously they had like tons of them on the first album as well, but I think I they just sound like they you've always known them, and they, they just they just carve out these super interesting melodies. It's just inspiration, dude. It's, it's like, yeah. Yeah, lead guitarist coming up with riffs. Yeah. It's kind of the, the combination, right? normally just rhythm guitarists but this time it feels like a lead guitarist riffs which i love personally yeah. i that's all i fuck with really <laughs> i know you're you're a big fan yeah, yeah. yeah N- nikolai he goes by he seems to be a man goes by a few names i think i think his stage name is nikolai hansen and his real name is nikolai buseblat but he's the guitarist and sort of co-songwriter with with kim song the yeah they really singer. gel it really seems to gel it gels um, it, it's super super uh nice mix and yeah just like they're just really well written songs, yeah. uh, you know. It's not the first be song, for the first but... song, just sounds like a My Bloody Valentine kind of thing, yeah. doesn't it? It yeah. really just, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And they, uh, yeah, and there's 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 more light and shade. At times it's more intense, at times it's less intense. Yeah, whereas it felt it, like it you're quiet just down really... to a Seagull Ross kind of, yeah, uh, brisk, briskness to to it. Seagull Ross, that's a, that's a good shade. It actually, is, yeah. yeah, yeah. At times it's got the ice tinge to it for sure. Um, and even on Vested you get you get like a tiny little whiff of that sort of <laughs> early me- Melodeth when it was a bit yeah, more folk inspired like that kind of that's Scandinavian where, folk sound yeah. well yeah, that too uh, uh, that's also where I got the bit of the Trivium oh, yeah. from as well yeah for sure just in the guitars right kind of the bit of the harmony going yeah. on typical of this kind of thing but yeah strikes back to Trivium tri- tri- it's good yeah it's great it's very good I, this might be one that I might pick up on vinyl if I can if yeah. I can find it um, should have done that instead <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> to be honest because I saw them both yeah. I was like shit oh yes it's 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 really good I I just think Muller are, are, are amazing bands. stunning I think like keep yeah. on bridging the gap to other stuff yeah and like, they really just uh, fly the flag for a very particular their own particular Idiom? <laughs> Sorry, I'm making up Holy Grail. Uh, idiom, sir? But uh, yeah, no, like, they just, they're not, Def Heaven have kind of become basically sort of a, their own, they've got, they've, they've just flown off to their own galaxy of, of amazingness, but yeah. kind of like a, a bit of what Don Broker were doing, but this yeah, is for Death Metal, right? But for, yeah, like, they, they just, they're carving their or own path. Metal. They're almost like, no, we really are trying to just be as, like, simultaneously brutal and beautiful as we possibly can at once whereas like Wolves of the Throne Room are just how contrasting kind of, can we be with our musical stylings with yeah, this kind of thing how, how many influences can we possibly display and still be considered sort of a band that mel- that melds sort of black metal and shoegaze and like they just they've really committed to like that we are a black gaze band as opposed to you know we don't want to be pigeonholed or like oh well no actually we're a black metal band we just like listen to Radiohead sometimes now these mm. are these are like they just are yeah. really really eclectic group of people yeah and they make great reminds me of the of bit of the, the thrashiness of uh, employed to serve as well yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure did you apocalyptic kind of sound listen to that new employed to serve album did you yeah, yeah grand yeah. it's grand yeah you know, I, pretty good. I, 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 you know the, the vocals are a bit raw to get in my ears for too long uh, which yeah, happens with a lot of these bands that's what I've always there are exceptions found. as we'll hear but you know it takes a bit for yeah. me to get past it well that's the thing I think, I think the, these are vocals that like it happens a lot with the like the early kind of to mid that stuff as well like you don't actually need to have a melodic vocal when the leads are so catchy the leads are very very so like you just you just end up singing like he's he's just going ah, but you're just going bam 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 ba, 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 da, da. you're yeah. kind of he just pitch with it though yeah he pitches of course. The, you're just singing the lead in your head of the guitar so like it's just an extra texture I had the problem with what New Pagans or Pagan whatever the band was oh Pagan 
Yeah. Oh, Pagan, the band Pagan, yeah, yeah. But with, with that kind of scream was yeah, a bit, yeah. bit kind of... That was the it, one... It didn't, it didn't pitch enough for me. It just yeah. kind of stayed with it. it, it you're absolutely right. But there. I do enjoy her vocals now with... Um, Blood Command. Blood Command. Much more in my ballpark, yeah. but hey. That was, yeah, I, I, lo- I still think that, that Pagan album is a bit of a modern classic, but I, I absolutely think it, it's one of those things if you can't kind of lean into that vocal, it is very much like monotone the whole way through. So you just have to kind of... Mm. To almost parcel it away and just appreciate yeah. it for what it is because it's just, not just pretend it's whispering yeah sure pretend he just has the mic up loud yeah and yeah. he just whisper screaming <laughs> yeah. yeah all about those whisper screams um, favourite track uh, favourite track uh, probably Surf dude oh, Surf the video is great the fucking these, these kind of draped in cloth and Ooh. riven out it's really stunning nice Um, like yeah just stunning kind of, you can see it there like uh, oh sure Just really yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah the aesthetic is pretty incredible for this band and what they're selling for this it's good yeah they're, yeah. they're really good uh, I'll take the last track it's just it's just an epic it's definitely going to be like I think probably their, their, their closer I, for the next I'm, little I'm, while I'm okay about that oh yeah I yeah I, I like some of the more immediate stuff yeah like the first four kind of songs to be honest yeah the first four are all brilliant mm-hmm. I could I would have picked Photophobic probably as, as a second uh, yeah. second favourite but I yeah. kind of don't think there's really kind of a bad moment on it to be honest yeah. it's all like, great no it's exciting really exciting stuff um, I give it an 8 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably give it a 9 okay cool yeah, yeah. that's uh, Diorama by Mull which is M-O with the line through it no yeah. and you, very very hard to find <laughs> on Spotify for that reason yeah um, they're almost they're almost SEO proof but listen mm. uh, you will find it's called Diorama so um, that's how you'll that's how you'll find them I always, I'd always have to type in Yord instead of, <laughs> instead of the band name alright so that's that's Mull um, what about okay Dylan you get you get Dita's choice yeah you want to do Dream Theater sure Dream Theater I'm, All right. I'm curious well you're the expert let's do it um, so a view from the t- a view from the top of the world it's called a view from the top of the world it's the 15th mm. studio album by Dream Theater Jesus we've covered uh, we didn't do the astonishing because I wanted to spare everybody the heartbreak but we did cover um, oh you didn't like oh you didn't like oh it's that. rubbish and we covered, we covered Distance Over Time which is their last album I like the couple I like the gift of music I like that song yeah it's very 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 rush three hours long it though. is it's I know common. I know I looked at the longest albums of all time and it was up there in oh that really list. yeah 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 it's, it's a I think uh, it's the top 50 and that's saying something nonsense absolute nonsense and so they they, they almost did the they did the turnabout on um, Distance Over Time and went for okay well like let's do our shortest album ever and uh, I, I gave that a pretty rave review uh, on the on the show and you gave it a six one I hour, gave it an eight one, one hour zero minutes yeah, yeah. so it's like they <laughs> normally they're, they're, they're at least an hour if not like a lot more yeah. to be honest um, I think distance over time it hasn't quite gone the distance over time haven't gone back to it, it. it yeah it, it hasn't it. replaced <laughs> you haven't gone back to it at all no. it hasn't replaced any of their classics for me but I will say like look, going back to it this week um, it still has a handful of stuff. It still has a handful of stuff. Yeah, it still definitely does. I think like I think that last track, Pale Blue Dot, definitely is a keeper. That ticka 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 ticka. Really, really good. And then like Barstool Warrior, Untethered Angel, very good. 
Um, Paralyzed is quite good. There's a few really good tracks on it. And I think overall, yeah. I would probably temper my score maybe down to a seven, but I still think it's a good example of a modern day Dream Theater record. So what, what are they going to come up with then? So they've done the stupidly long, they've been kind of messing around, getting Mike Mangini acclimatized to his role as, you know, the new uh, Mike Portnoy. Yeah, <laughs> for, the eight-armed. For, yeah, so he's he's been doing that now for like, 10 years so it's it's time yeah, I think he's accustomed <laughs> he's very accustomed he's very accustomed well what did you have to learn to get in the get on the team everything right well, he showed she yeah. wanted like the hardest songs absolutely yeah we yeah for to. sure so he's very much a part of it. I think now he's he's really gelled I think I think I think definitely dramatic turn of events and the yeah. self-titled you could kind of you could kind of feel the band yeah. starting to, well, I think like literally to yeah. get on Dream Theater's team it, it'd be like okay can you play a whole concert worth of songs yeah. and won't go for us and then you're on the team and that kind of thing yeah. so that and these are the stakes him. I have seen him do that and uh, I did see them and I'm very excited to go see them again because like you know Dream they're not the band we don't need to go we've been to this like many times but we you know they're probably not a band that you might necessarily expect me to love as much as I do they're quite cheesy yes. like you know it's J- James the cheese Labrie is the singer he's like operatic trained he's sounds very kind of classic rock yeah. I would say it's quite the antithesis to some things I I, uh, I flaunt around on the on the uh, the reg yeah, on this absolutely. channel sometimes you know they're like super long songs you know, it's all about the solos and the song structures and it's very you know it's very theatrical <laughs> pardon the pun but at the same time I always find there's something with Dream Theater that keeps me coming back to them I just think they're really good songwriters and I think they have a real passion for music um, and the view from the top of the world my first impression listening to it was I was like okay now we're cooking I was like first coming in with, with Alien you know it, especially particularly when when uh, Libri comes in with that second chorus that Alien second was, chorus is better it gets better I was like yeah it takes oh, a while to get to it that's the first time we've heard them do that where it kind of stops and comes in super quick on a much higher note and the, the drums and everything made me really think of well, I haven't thought of forever, which was like Images and Words or Awake or Falling into Infinity, the, like the early, early stuff. Early to mid stuff, yeah. Okay. Which which I was like, oh, cool. We haven't heard them kind of refer back to that in a mm-hmm. while. Um, and also something that struck out to me was the the sound was a bit different because John Patricia's been producing their albums forever. But, oh, okay. But, but, but this was Andy Sneap mixing and mastering. And he's done he's done you know he, he plays a priest but he's been doing his own Kill Switch yeah. and Fear Factory and he actually produced two of my favourite albums of all time in Ascendancy with Trivium and Anthems of Rebellion by Arch Enemy so yeah, I was like yeah. I was like so he's given them a bit more bite in yeah. the production too so that was kind of good to hear um, so first impressions I was like yeah this I can work with this is quite good so I was interested to hear like what after you first listened were you kind of like oh here we go again or what, what, what were you thinking what was I thinking I was kind of thinking that yeah. okay <laughs> um, this is the very bizarre turn of events with this kind of album a strange turn of events a dramatic turn of events I think that's one of their albums yeah one. <laughs> well it just um, it, it took so long for me to love it okay and I ended up loving half of it ah right okay um, that would be the latter half interesting it took a very long while but I realised oh that's half the album because the last song is 20 minutes long and yeah, I yeah, yeah yeah um, yeah but once it got to something that I could, I could. Um, I mean, a lot of it I love. Just yeah. kind of throwaway dream theater stuff. I don't yeah. mean to say that really as a throwaway thing, but that's how it kind of sounded to me at the yeah. start. Like, yeah, yeah. like typical dream theater, but good. Yeah, competent dream theater stuff. Um, like very much Invisible Monster. Probably know what that's about. <laughs> Invisible Monster. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's very, very yeah. apocalyptic sounding. Yeah, 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 dream yeah, theater. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I don't even pay that much attention to the lyrics. They're usually pretty yeah. bad. So. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. transcending time is when it got me. Oh, because yeah. it reminded me of Meteor Rush. Rush. Like, um, Rush, yeah. Yeah, just, just you know. Transcending time is just... Very, very Meteor. Spirit of the Radio. Yeah. Kind of melodic. Major in, in its entirety, which yes. is fun. I think, hot take, I think Dream Theater are a better band when they're playing Major. Ooh, can't can't can't, can't agree with you there. Uh I think they're they've, the they've untapped a lot of potential. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of potential to be tapped out. Yeah. Um, which I think that shows. Transcending time is fucking fantastic. No, it's great. I love I love you, that. Song. You can see the particular kind of love and joyous nature they, they still can give, even though it's this album is pretty bleak in topic. Mm, yeah, generally, um, yeah. It's quite it's quite like it's yeah, it is triumphant, but it, heavier, it, it does quite from, Yeah, not as yeah. heavy as last. I think the last one had oh. heavier moments, but I think overall, like this one doesn't have. This feels a, more classic, out of reach or something. This feels more like feel more classic, in the vein. Right? I think this feels a little bit like a sequel to. Um, if you look at the art style and the way that it's kind of put together, this feels a little bit like a sequel to Black Clouds and Silver Linings from, which was the last Mike Portnoy album, mm-hmm. um, and it has that same kind of. You know, the way that the cover has the. It's quite a sort of detailed painting and it has the boots and there's the kids sitting in the yeah. boots and then they're looking over the city and stuff. It's very much in the same vein as the artwork for Black Clouds and Silver Lining. So and I, I think I can hear what they're going for with it. To be honest, that's a... I think Black Clouds was probably the last classic Dream Theater album and, spoiler, but it, it remains so. I don't think this is still isn't a classic Dream Theater album. But it's touching... It's- Picking, picking but, pieces but that we love, right? Bits and pieces um, here, and I think Transcending Time is a good one. I Awaken think, the Master yeah. just goes nuts with yeah. the with the uh, the deep seven wow. string tuning. I'd assume. Wow. I assume yeah. it's like a seven string or something big yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just chunky. Um, I like that. I it, like when they go. Are you talking about the industrial fuzz wah thing? The wow. Yeah, and just yeah. the fact that it chugs its ass off. Yeah, and, yeah. And I think this is the only like seven string song on the album. Probably. Um, it, yeah, yeah. It reminds me. Well, I, th- I would have thought that answering the call has a little bit of that yeah. um, to it as well. But yeah, the, the two albums I think you would like the most are, which are, I've been threatening to bring one of these in for a long time, but tra- Train of Thought and Octavarium are very much Oh, I know Octavarium. Seven. You know Octavarium, I've, yeah. I've played, I've played Rock Band. Oh, Our Hero, God. right? What's the size? Is it... Is it um, Oh, these walls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So those are the quote-unquote heavy albums. It's very powerful. Yeah, so those. it's nice to hear those that that tone coming back. You know, I think Libri is on his game as far as the choruses. In this, like Sleeping Giant, the shadow disappear inside yeah. da, 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 da. like that's mm-hmm. very six degrees of indeterminance it's very mm-hmm. kind of very catchy mm-hmm. um, obviously the musicianship throughout is fantastic you know is it missing a few of those like really iconic moments that make you just go like wow you know they often do have little kind of wild kind of freak outs yeah. in the middle of songs and stuff. Well, there aren't as many yeah. of them here but I think now the iconic moments are kind of the more simpler moments like yeah Transcending time just sounds lush and beautiful, and yeah. it doesn't need to be too complex to really be an impact. No, 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 that's the thing. Yeah, that, 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 like that is one of the leave best that for awake, Leave that for Awaken the Master, which is right afterwards. They, yes. You get as much yeah. as much from the other spectrum of Dream Theater there right yeah. after. So, like, it, it appeals to both fans of this band and the prog rock mm. genre as a whole. Yeah. Um, 
then right after you have like the long-winded stuff which is great yeah do you yeah, ish so great ish you like the see do you re- yeah I think of you from the top of the world is a little bit of a wasted opportunity I'll be honest the long song I don't think like if you think of some of the I think it's some of the best songs, vocals it, yeah some of the, yeah the, the, the vocals are good I like the chorus and stuff but like some of their longer songs just are some of the best long songs I, there's a song called A Change of Seasons which was actually a whole EP <laughs> 23 minutes long there's a song called Kind of Tuscany which I think is like you know, 16, 17 minutes long. I, there's some songs that you actually just take you on such an incredible journey and they tell like a story that really feels like almost sort of reading a like a, a novella or a short story. And it's like, a view from the top of the world, it kind of feels a bit like kind of song, quiet section song. Yeah, it's very one topic. Yeah. It feels, um, the assessment to performances, I think, you know, I could have been a bit more. It could have given a bit more of a surprise at different moments, like yeah. like give us something a bit weird. Mm. Right? Yeah, I, I would have, I would have hoped so. Yeah. Um, just something like, like kind of what was that long Nightwish song? Oh, um, oh. the greatest show on earth. Something the one that's twenty minutes yeah. at the end. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, from the really good. Um, not the last one. Um, the one before I yeah, thought it was yeah. fine yeah yeah, yeah, like yeah that did enough crazy stuff yeah that, like, like, like story that was storyboarded out I don't mm. think this is quite storyboarded out this feels like a long chapter yeah very well written long chapter but like I think it could have been like three short stories with the yeah you're sort of like you're sort of it's like it's very hard when you're competing against yourself and they always mm-hmm. are and always will be that's the fault of this man right yeah shit yeah and, 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 and there's so much to choose from I mean you can literally be like okay like what are you into you know if you want just like short sharp sort of poppy metal songs then you've got uh, uh, Systematic Chaos or, or Octavarium if you want big long fucking heavy very metal songs as Train of Thought if you want sort of 90s prog there's Images and Words they, you know they, 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 they've done they've done so many things in their career if you want a story there is Scenes from Memory or Six Degrees of Inner Turbulence. There's just, mm. you, you know, uh, if you want a stinking pile of garbage, there is The Astonishing. So you can <laughs> you can really kind of take what you want when it comes to Dream Theater. So they, they're presented with the problem of, well, are we going to try and draw from all areas of our career or are we going to try and do something particular? And I think on this, they, they're, they're doing the same thing they did on the last one, which is we're going to try and draw from all eras. Um, I think to a similar degree of success still doesn't feel like a big triumph but there's enough moments Ooh, on it a little it bit I, more focused a little bit more focused maybe mm-hmm. um, I think this is definitely one that I think I'll the mood is a bit darker dip into a bit more which often which I yeah. like a bit more for Dream Theater I like when they get a little darker yeah yeah yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I don't think some of the shorter songs really had enough time to to bed in I think on that last one there's like some out of reach sometimes they do amazing sh- like there's a song called Beneath the Surface I think which was on possibly on uh, Black Clouds but it's okay. so good sometimes they do those really short ballady type songs there's none of those yeah. on this by the way but yeah. and they're amazing but I didn't think that one really worked on the last album there's some that just, it's, they're just too short to really kind of get into yeah. whereas on this at least everything that's on there mm-hmm. has enough time to to sort of yeah, you know what, like to basically present its ideas in mm-hmm. a cohesive way, and and they, it does that quite well. And um, just some of them aren't like the best ideas they've ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So where you place this on the pantheon? Probably uh, so, so much, and it's it's very re- reflective and self-referential of 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 the uh, best moments of their career. But I think not, I, I don't. I'm not going to rank all fifteen. Yeah, but I would probably place this I'm trying to think in, in terms of distance like, like it's definitely better than the self-titled and um, like, fair play for fucking um, 
uh, vocalist doing uh, doing uh, stuff away from everybody recording wise. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, he had to record his vocals because, um, you know, America was blocked off at the time. Oh, and he's Canadian. Yeah, so yeah. they all they were all in the studio and, you know, he, only, he came in, he, he joined oh, in damn. on the last, um, like, the advanced mastering and stuff. He, yeah. he, had his, he had his finger in that part, but... Wow! Know. Yeah, so fair play. Wow, that's that's I didn't even know that. That's amazing. It was seamless, right? I'm really, I really, 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 really hope that they come over in April because just trust me, I dreamed you the gig. You might only get to see like ten songs, but oh, they're just so good live. Um, yeah, where would I rank it? Listen, let's be honest. It's it's nowhere near the bottom. A little, a little over mid, mid. It's probably slap, slap dab mid, or maybe just slightly under mid. Let's okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to go back because I don't have a good point of reference, so I'll appreciate. Yeah, a, man. A playlist or whatever. I, yeah, playlist might be a good place to start. Like, I, I, I mean, you could, you as I say, their sets are like ten songs on. You could, you could easily start getting into like three, four hours yeah. with only just a couple dozen tracks. But uh, like, I don't know how much they do the transcending time kind of style. Believe it or not, that's a more of a recent thing. Although they had, they did do it. They started doing yeah. it big style in from kind of 2002 yeah. onwards because but, that got me yeah. emotional I was like shit we don't have Rush anymore no we don't yeah. but you know this is a good kind of like a little tribute it feels yeah right there's actually a lot sure of stuff you would well. actually probably enjoy then off the self title because a lot of that is the Rush kind of stuff but nice. yeah anyway um, we'll we'll talk about that another time I actually have been meaning to listen to Clockwork Angels again because I it's good because that yeah I really enjoyed the that whole band. it's been a while since I listened to it but whole yeah band. what's your favourite track anyway out of all them presumably it's Transcending Time is it yes yeah 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 I'm giving this a or what do you give it ah, what do you give it actually you got just seven yeah I'm giving it a seven this right. is better than the last one we did yeah for sure yeah, which I actually gave an eight, but I, I would revise that score in, in retrospect. Uh, I think it's, I think it's I think the quality of this is about the same. Um, I think I'll probably give uh, Alien, the Alien, my favorite track. Yeah, it's fine. Alien. Good riffing. Uh, good riffing. Yeah, it's, it just it just hits all the marks. It's it's a good opener. Um, all right, so that's a view from the top of the world by Dream Theater. Yes. Um, and. Alright, Cradle of Filth. Cradle of Filth, yes. Cradle of Filth. Danny Filth. And my his, homeboy. His travelling his circus. Uh, <laughs> of the apocalypse. So this is, again, we go from a 15th album to a 13th album. Jesus um, Christ. It's They've called, been around for a while. It's called Existence is Futile. Yes. Um, kind of going with a lot of very much apocalyptic feeling <laughs> oh, yeah. in their own kind of way. <laughs> if yeah. you thought that was dark. I mean, if there's any band I would like to ring out the end of the world and yeah. all its futility. Ring out it's, the new year. It's 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 Cradle of Filth, you know. Yeah. If it was go- if I was going to go a three a- theatric way, mm. <laughs> in my go- in my gothic is, sense, I I will we- say right off the bat that I did write down Dream Theater a couple of times when I was making my mm. notes for this. Like, there's definitely yeah, they both high five during their passing times during yeah. during, the, during years. There's I'm definitely sure. some shared lineage there on a lot of these tracks because I suppose Dream Theater are pro- sort of progressive metal and yeah. Cradle of Filth are kind of gothic symphonic metal but there's you know there's some shared DNA there yeah Cradle of Filth have, uh, they keep the macabre they definitely keep right. it right where, where Mole are the kind of yeah. uh, the, the, the black metal that don't have the macabre yeah uh, Cradle of Filth have kept yeah. it they're, they're, they're the black metal with neat short haircuts and this is black metal with like long stringy Corpse greasy paint. black hair and, just uh, yeah. just sexy <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> kind of soldiery kind of feeling going on there's a bit of that yeah. there's a charm to Danny Filth that is unescapable for many it's truly. very I mean he is just 
are bizarre, man. To one of the to. highest vocal registers I've ever heard, to be honest. Like it's a lot of a lot of just insane stuff. He can he pulls on like a on a on a hat flip. <laughs> he, right? he just he bring he, he gives the word shriek a whole new meaning sometimes. I mean, mm. it's yeah, you're right. It's like it's like a piercing, almost sort of supersonic yeah. sound. Like if he wants a vocal tone to come out like that, it'll just come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't need to like lead up to a whole moment, which. There's moments when he does. He leads off into a mm-hmm. like a huge thing for the rest of the band to do, and he just kind of death rattles over yep. over the whole thing, almost like a solo or is just kind of a <laughs> a synth piece, right? Yeah, um, it is. It is wild. Um, his true. vocal performance is wild. And it I, always is. It always is. But I think yeah. this time around, the band bring it too. Yeah, <laughs> I think the spoilers is the best album they've done in twenty years. A lot of good stuff. Maybe the best album in the last decade for them. I um, since, yeah. Since Midian, I believe, was my was the last like renowned as as a masterclass in right. this kind of style for them. Which and was that, which was what year? Two thousand. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Well, so you're not a fan of the? Yeah. They, they, I'm they, always a fan of their, their stuff. Their their yeah. most popular period was between was the album called Amphetamine, I think it was, and then <clears throat> Thornography. I think those two. Were the ones yeah. where they became to sort of like international prominence. Yeah, thornography, and I liked it up to like ever more darkly. This decade, kind of, they reached a kind of plateau of all rightness. They had pretty, an album pretty good, relatively. Did they have an album in twenty nineteen? They had an album out very recently. Uh, it was, I think it was. No, that was a remaster. Oh, oh okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. I I, I thought I'd heard that by Cradle of Field in the in the ether recently enough, but um. Anyways, so yeah. yeah, so oh, it was it was twenty seventeen. Seventeen, yeah, yeah, yeah. seventeen. So recently enough. enough, yeah. They've given a good breath to kind of get everything thinking about and yeah. it over in this current sphere of music. Um, mm-hmm. So of course the world has gone to an apocalypse, so has, to speak, and then this band has a lot to chew on through that. An hour and ten minutes of it, yeah, yeah. Which yeah is, I know, it's usual, it's usual affair, it's right? It's long. Yeah, no, it is. It is long. I, th- I think the length of it makes it hard to. I think I'd be more. Yeah. That's, I've given that's this a too, ton of time, but I think the fact that it is as long as it is um, <clears throat> makes it very hard to you get, get the pick too and choose. familiar. Yeah, yeah, you can pick and choose at a point yeah, um, if you yeah. want to, which you know most people do. Um, but I think this g- it gives a lot of like fun, interesting stuff. Yeah, mostly all the way through. Yeah, um, whether it's like the really stunning production, especially in the rhythm guitar. Yeah, productions solid. Um, some of my favorite chugs. In music, come from Cradle of Filth. <laughs> yeah. right? There's so so much. Yeah. Uh, what would be the best like suffer our dominion? Yeah, it's a very Slayer kind of yeah, kind of from the bell tolls kind of like stomp that Cradle of Filth do as well as Metallica do. Um Yeah, it's got a very big kind of wall of sound type production. Scott Atkins. He's produced mm-hmm. Amon Amarth and Solos and a few other kind of big yeah. metal bands, and mm-hmm. you can hear there's a lot. Of, it's very professional kind of mm. production, and um, lots of MIDI orchestra. <laughs> yeah, lots of it uh, works. It works. It, it it just works. Dramatic narration and soaring yeah. kind of backing female backing vocals yeah. uh, from. I think, pretty good. Annabelle. I don't know Eratni. She, she's just joined the band. I think this. She's this pretty song. good. She's pretty good. She she lands up quite well. Even yeah. though da- Danny Filth can reach just as high if he wants to at any point. Yeah. Um. She gives a good kind of Nightwish kind of flair to it at points. Yeah. Early I, Nemo kind of era stuff. Yeah. I, I, um, I definitely would say say okay, so. Yeah. Uh, I think the 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 music the the whole thing really uh, sends off from uh, starts kind of with 
almost like the the end of Necromantic Fantasies. Mm. It has this kind of bulleting thrash kind of solo to the end of it. Very mm. explosive and leads to uh, Crawling King Chaos, which is the first single of this whole thing. Right, right. Um, and that has the, the the most hookiest of, of Cradle of Filth you'll get. Okay. Like, usually sometimes trash metal is a bit kind of, like, thrash black metal is a bit kind of, like, doesn't lean on the melody too much. Mm. Or the hooks, rather. And I think um, Crawling King Chaos kind of has the hooks. Yeah. Has the melody. It, like, keeps going with that. Mm-hmm. Like, dun, dun, dun. Da, 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 da. Yeah, just the riffs are really good. Very mall like in that respect. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. They you can they definitely or, or, keep it very melodic all yeah. the way throughout. Like it's 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 a it's that's just the way that it's written and the way that it's produced. Mm-hmm. You're always able to pick out exactly what's going on and the, the chords and all that kind of stuff. And then it's obviously because it's symphonic. There's usually mm-hmm. some kind of extra sort of melody going yeah, on. Yeah, nice little layering, a piano or strings or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, um, and inter- more interesting vocal experimentation. Like he brings in this kind of like tremolo, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. vibrato kind of he tremolo sort of whisper. A couple times as well, which is a bit like staccato. I think for him it's more like a staccato kind of like yeah, sure. Like, like he's he's biting at the uh, almost like at like a like this like a string section would right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like he, he kind of goes through this wheezing kind of scream to spoken word to kind of a he has a rasp he always he has quite a rasp yeah yeah um, but he, he, can, he can he can like switch different styles very quickly which and is what I always enjoy quite a campy sort of yeah. high society mm-hmm. accent on this Christina man and his soul sort of a yeah that's kind of like a real yeah, yeah. argumentative yeah. with himself like monocle b-monocle b- type type voice. yeah it's kind of like macabre goth yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. very theatrical in that. I love that to bits. <laughs> I, I love um, some of the. Like, that's when the album really starts to get interesting for me. Um, as far as like different kind of riffs that go outside of thrash, yeah, and black metal and death metal, like right. um, this uh, discourse, black smoke, uh, dying of embers, just kind of goes with some discordant mm. kind of chords. Um, I think, yeah, discourse between a man and his um. Yeah, the, so, the one where he, yeah, the, that's got a great piano line in it too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. really gorgeous piano. Mm. Um, what's the what's the one that goes like do 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 It it's kind of modal. It kind of okay. goes with a modal kind of like like picking right thing. It's one of those few. Maybe the dying of embers could be. Um, it was beautiful. It almost sounds a bit failure at points with that guitar. <laughs> you, like um, you think? Yeah, you know the kind of the open chordiness. Hmm. Um, like yeah, sounds very uh Nor- Nordic, you know. Uh, what what what's the genre that like Melodeth kind of yeah yeah, yeah. It goes through a bit of that. There's, there's a bit, a bit of, of that. Yeah, there's a lot of that. It, on it gets a little light at points, and I really like when it's oh, light. It's natural rose. There's a there's a good bit of that. It's kind of cascading kind of guitar notes in the chorus, which is quite nice. And yeah, yeah that's it's good. That's good. I like that they bring in some synthesizer on Suffer a Dominion as well, which is which is kind of a welcome mm-hmm. addition. Mm-hmm. So the space age, you sort of blips and bloops. Yeah, that's nice. Um, no, it doesn't stray too far off. The no, record. no. This keeps it meat and potatoes in the best kind of way. If you if you're going for that, I think. Yeah. Um, like like fucking mole is mole, right? Mole, mole is a different yeah, yeah. different potatoes. So. Uh. <laughs> I just the problem with this was I just found like mm. I, I wasn't that I while I was on I I was <laughs> I you know I, I I quite enjoyed it. It was just that 
very little of it's kind of stuck with me when I turned it off. Like, as in, I'll probably, you know, I put my, if I would go back to this and put it on and stuff, I... The middle stuff, especially, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just that I, yeah, like I say, may, maybe just by virtue of how much of it there is. And it's not like the situation with Dream Theater where, like, yeah, okay, I take the, absolutely take the point that they're, like, about the same length. But Dream Theater is seven songs and this is, what, like, 14 or something? It's, uh, like, 13, yeah, 14 yeah, tracks. Yeah. It's very, like, you know, there's, like, there's a lot of tracks so oh, it's yeah. a lot to get it's you, a lot to you get you kind of get that around um, Sister of the Mist I get a bit of fatigue mm. um, even though it's fun great great hooks yeah, with that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Us Dark Invincible um, How Many Tears to Nurture a Rose where, where yeah. Danny really gets um, mm-hmm. gets fun with his kind of like uh, pitch screaming yeah. to singing yeah. he, he blends that really well mm. um, like you'd almost think he's singing but he is in fact just like just um like pitching his voice yes like, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah really accurately yeah. to to the way it goes and it, yeah. keeping it hooky as well which is so hard to do with when yeah. you when you're like raising your voice or doing whatever um he does it exceptionally well yeah without kind of fatiguing my ears out like malls mm. uh, uh black metal vocals would oh gosh i think this is much more fatiguing no just in terms no, of like the fact that it's that no. kind of it sort of sounds like a like something whistling through a like a no. <laughs> well like he does do the like wh- some, some piping he does do the whistle screaming at points um, yeah yeah, yeah this, exactly this, yeah. Is a, this is a less um like like mole is like high it's it's constantly high it's on, constantly on that yeah. bar of of stuff yeah. whereas this can kind of like dive in between yeah, even though Maul does have does have clean vocals and stuff. Yeah, um, I just I just think you know this da- is Danny, a more Danny old Fils- school mentality. I think. Um, yeah, Danny Filth just work, works works with um, his tool set a bit better. I think, um, or just just yeah, it just feels I, I, a little. I'm less, not sure it's really there's much of a comparison. No, to be there, made. There, 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 just there isn't. It's very different, different things. It is a different style. I just think yeah. it's a little less abrasive to my ears. That's interesting. I um, I, I do find this a bit because more, it feels a bit more natural. Um, it is theatric. I would say a it, bit more it, safe than than a bit more natural. No, I, yeah, I, I it's find his, it it's a, his style. Yeah, um, just to my ears, it just sounds a bit more safe. safe or a bit more kind of. Yeah, I wouldn't like. I don't like this as much as uh, Kyo, Kyo's. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Uh, contribute. Con- yeah. Uh, contributions yeah. to like changing up how how a death metal vocalist goes through like yeah. ten different styles. Yeah. In ten seconds, but um, Danny, 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 no, he's, a, he's, he's a, still he's got a, it. He's a super impressive vocalist. There's no question about it. He is. Um, yeah, I, but I, it's I, the guitar. I, it's the guitar for this album that wins it for me. Yeah, this is so much good, right? Yeah. Um, just, I just love, and it is absolute thanks to the production as well. Mm-hmm. Like it just storms on through. Yeah, yeah. I love it's, that opening open chord kind of. Like a, there's a, so much of that in this that I just love. It's comfort food for me, right? Yeah, I think that's it. It's it's like it's it's what you're kind of used to, or it's what you enjoy. Like I, I've just I've never had like much yeah. much of a history with Craig Lefeld. I knew like I heard an Infinity back in the day, like everybody else, and I know of them as a cultural mm-hmm. entity. I'm glad that I like, there's an album of theirs that I know quite well, and I can hear. I absolutely hear what people like about them um, mm. and it's not that I, I, I did enjoy listening you'd to enjoy this. it live I'd, I'd say a lot <laughs> I probably I probably enjoy it live I had a listen oh, yeah, back we'll, to their back catalogue we'll get it done at some point and uh, you know I spent about two hours just listening back through mm. you know old Cradle of Filth stuff and I yeah like I really enjoyed it I just think they run that, the gambit and I'm glad they kind of brought it back with this right yeah like, yeah. like brought back a bit more fire yeah yeah and I will say that I've not been in the best like headspace to kind of 
absorb new stuff as well like the last little while so I think Even with so, mall. <laughs> some of it might be well no for me mall is something that I'm well equipped to absorb because it's something that I I already kind of knew very well so it's it's like you're coming from a position of okay well you know here here's something that I already like how have they expanded and on it versus Cradle of Phil it's like I'm coming into this pretty fresh Obviously, they don't like, expand too much no but to I don't know the, you see that I'm not I don't really mm. I've never gone in for that like original kind of Cradle of Phil sound so it's pretty new to me so getting to grips with sort of you know 70 odd minutes of it like Cradle of Phil for me is like as classic as him or whoever from that era yeah, which none of that stuff ever appealed to me. So like, it's all pretty. Yes. It's all pretty. It's all fairly new. Like I just don't go in yeah. for either. The, the 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 most you've kind of got me, I think, with this type type of genre is like typo. And I know this is nothing like typo. Yeah, Finnish kind of kind of yeah. Nordic sounding stuff. That kind of like yeah, like the like the Nordic theatrical. That's kind of yeah. where this is. I mean, you're close to Gothenburg, so yeah, this isn't. This is a bit of Gothenburg, a little tiny bit of yeah. Goth- Gothenburg. Then, by the way, I did. Did I mention how many tears to nurture a rose has a bit of the kind? Of, yeah, a little bit. It yeah. died down. It's good. It's good. It's good. This is good. But the, there is there is a band. Uh, by the way, I don't think think we mentioned it in the last oh, show. Yeah. But there's a band coming out that has. Uh, like effectively all of the the leftover members of In Flames and Dark Tranquility and yeah that'll and, be fun and Engelin and stuff that'll so it's be like very fun to it's get like off. Jesper Jesper Daniel and Peter from In Flames or X In Flames uh, mm-hmm. Mikhail Stana from Dark Tranquility and and Niklas Engelin from In Flames as well so yeah, yeah, yeah. very excited for that uh, Melodeth supergroup yes but, uh, but this no yeah it's good it's good um, yeah the only thing for me that doesn't go too far is the start of this album I think it, it takes a little bit. Mm. Like like King uh, Crawling King Chaos is where it really hits, uh, because yeah. I had no no clue they could still write hooks as hooky as that. Okay, right, uh, and they could. That's where it just fired off yeah. and kept going. Didn't really stop at all, really for me. <laughs> did it? Just didn't actually. Galloped into the yeah. into into oblivion. Um, it's yeah, very nihilistic. That's definitely a yeah. a, a, a good word for it. <laughs> Recurring um, theme. Yes, the album covers. Lovely, uh, sure. <laughs> this is lovely. Yeah. It's very of its of its the king of chaos of eating and pooping out people. Yeah, yeah, quite kind of Bosch inspired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hieronymus, yes, the man himself. Love. Um, Would there be ghost or this band all the time? It's good. Oh yeah, ghost as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite track? Uh, favorite track is probably n- now is probably how many tears to nurture a rose because mm. it's kind of light. Kind of, kind of light yeah. finish, yeah. Finish rock kind of feeling. Even though it isn't finished, it just reminds me of that. Yeah, no, I take. Kind yeah, that's that's a, that's a good that, that's a good one. Um, I'll probably go Sisters of the Mist. It's got a good solo in it. Oh yeah, Sisters of the Mist. Yeah, later on. Yeah, good. The solos are very good. In fact, yeah, they are. They are. Very Dream Theater esque, actually. Yeah, in many parts. Yeah, they're very, very Petrucci inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll probably give this a seven. Sounds good. Um, I'm just nine. Nine. I had a okay. real good time with this one. Yeah. Uh, despite you know, you yeah. know, it's chaotic. Like I'm not totally into chaotic music. Music as I grow older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not, I don't have all the time for it in the world. Sometimes <laughs> like, I can't mosh for shit anymore. Yeah. But you know, I have a. I'm glad this struck a chord with me. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. Well. We do have a bonus review. We do have a little bonus one. A little bonus review. Yeah, which um, we both kind of tackled it a bit. So, yeah, because I... So, Still Sucks, right, is the... Uh, I won't go ahead and say what, like, eighth? 
ninth studio album by... Uh, I don't I haven't done my research on this one, so you're going to have to, like, sort of bear, bear with us for a minute, but I, I think it's, like, the sixth, so sixth, sorry, sixth studio album by um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Limp Bizkit, right? <laughs> okay? And you were like, let's do the Limp Bizkit, and then we kind of went back and forth, and I said, ah, you can cover it, whatever. Um, but, you know, I had a little bit of time today, so I, I threw it on. So, I, I, you know, it's half an hour, so I played it. And it's short. It's short. I've, I was on my walk, and, I, and you know... I walk last 45 minutes and I'm like shit what do I have to yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, for the yeah, last yeah, 15 yeah. minutes yeah so we could get- so Wes Borland and Fred Durst and John Otto and stuff and they're back um, 10 years after the last one and you know I suppose everybody kind of was thinking this was going to be this bloated sort of Chinese democracy style you know the stampede of the disco elephants or whatever they were talking about and, and actually no it's just it's here it's half an hour long and I kind of was not expecting anything so I just put, I don't even like Limp Bizkit like I literally even, I, like Born, I like Wes Borland's guitar I, yeah Wes Borland's guitar but yeah, if you think about it you know I, it's, not, it's not like I don't have any great fondness for Limp Bizkit the way I would for like corn. nostalgic for like Corn or, or Slipknot or even like you know Linkin Park or fucking some of the weirder bands like American Head Charge or Mudvayne or whatever I just Limp Bizkit I always found them a bit like Mushroom Head <laughs> but you know but, but yeah. like Limp Bizkit I always found a bit like kind of puerile and sort of like frat yes. humour mm-hmm. I put on the first track and I was like, oh, this is, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then the album sort of played through and I was like, I'll just play this again. I was like, oh, damn it, this I is know, pretty good. We, and we then I, through the, we then I through the song titles. Played it again. Out of, out of style. Out of style. <laughs> dirty, dirty Rotten Biscuit. Yeah, yeah. Dad vibes. Dad vibes. Turn it up, bitch. Turn it up, bitch, yeah. Don't change, which is kind of a yep. little melodic kind of acoustic mm-hmm. thingy. Yeah. Uh, you bring out the worst in me. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that worst is in sausage? Yeah, worst. Yeah, uh, worst. Love to hate. Yeah. Lo- love the hate. Love the uh, hate. Yeah. Barnacle. Barnacle. Empty hole. Yeah. Pill popper, which is about you know drug yeah, yeah, epidemic. Yeah, yeah. I'm the pharmaceutical industry. Snacky poo, which is. Snacky poo. I don't. <laughs> I love snacky poo. Once again, drugs. I'd assume. Yeah. And goodbye. Goodbye. Which is kind of this thing where he ends on a just a kind of a, a heartfelt. A heartfelt uh, it's like weirdly dynamic like there's a it is. load of stuff it on really here the acoustic stuff is weirdly it's, it's always been weirdly dynamic with, with them and it was funny that you mentioned that you Pine Blue Eyes was kind of yeah. dynamic originator so this follows but I never right? even you know I, I know Roland and obviously I know you know like break stuff and whatever but I never I listen I'm sure I've listened to hot, just Chocolate Starfish but like this just kind of does everything that it wants to do mm-hmm. really well. Like, like I think, sorry for your troubles, but I do think that Out of Style, the first track, has a, you know, if we're talking about the kind of riffs that are on the Don Broco album, well, that's the best of the whole bunch this week, I think, that riff on uh, Out of Style. Like, yeah, it's kind of there, right? It's, it's popping. It's, it's, it's what they're going for. Like, the chorus is unusual and non in your face. Yeah. Right, kind of, you know, it's got a bit of a trot to it. Um, like it's that that riff is fucking amazing. Really clever one. The last, first three songs are really good off the bat. Yeah, to be like like dad vibes is ah uh, like yeah, odd lyrical choice. Really but good. It's it's re- it's really good. Yeah, and then and then barnacle sounds like failure. I think. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. It's, it sounds it's, like it's riff sandwich, right? It's kind of. Yeah, it sounds like something off um, Nirvana almost. Fantastic Planet, you know? Yeah, meets Nirvana, I yeah. think. Or in Euro era sure. dirtiness, right? Sure. Um, and his vocals are great in I think that one. Yeah, yeah, they're excellent. I, I, it's Frederick, but he's so, he's so, um, 
self-deprecating like there's a, I think, is it love the hate I don't know what's the song where he's like he's yeah. like duel he's dueling off against another MC and they're both talking about how much they hate Limp Bizkit yeah. and stuff and it's like Still man when I listen to them it gives me a headache what you talking about man like you listen to them I don't even know who you are anymore they're terrible like it's just yeah. it's so what funny do you, what do you do Limp Bizkit are now <laughs> accurate it is instinctively self self-aware of their own lore like in the there's something like they the just they just broken through the fourth wall of irony to the point where like the it's riffs little, are great. It's, it's almost too far. Is, it's almost too much. Uh, yeah, but I wish they didn't bring that. Then I would be a little bit more. Pleased. Okay. Oh, like, are you disappointed in this? No, and I mean I'm not. Well, you know I'm just kind of you know limp biscuit limp biscuit. Um, yeah. I like the riffings, but like I wish they didn't bring up the fact that they knew people knew they thought they sucked. No, I see. I love that. Well, I, I love that because what else could they I do? Because if you keep if you keep up, no, the... I, I, I rather keep it to like the song title. Because they've been doing the, the song titles are there, the album title is there. Because they've been doing That's it since of a um, for me, right? all in the family with yeah. corn. Like you know what I mean? It's like they've they've been they've been a bit self aware, but it's like the fact that there's that skit at the end of Snacky Poo where your man interviews Wes Borland and he's like. You know, he's like, your favorite bands, they're, they're, it's Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Godspeed You Black Emperor, Ween, Aphex Twin, The Hacks and Gloak. And Wes is like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just, you're, you're sort of going, yeah. what? Like, Ween, Aphex Twin, and Godspeed You Black Emperor are getting so- shout outs on a Limp Bizkit album. Like, what is this? I love us. That's just how it goes. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe it when I heard him say that. I was yeah. like, yeah, fucking yes, Apex Twin. Absolutely. It's very fun. It's very fun. It's it's really fun. I think I'm gonna go back to this. Like I, I do to be that's my that's my that's my truth bomb. I, like I do. Some, there's a little bit of soul coughing as well. Somewhere towards the end is kind yeah. of a like just kind of lollops along. Um it's just yeah. There's, a, there's a full on kind of bassy song. It's kind of yeah. like not too much else but the bass. It's yeah, kind of just I think that's yeah, towards the end, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and um, might be empty hole either, but mm. yeah, I don't know. It's it's not long, like this, no. but but it's it's vi- it's a really easy listen. Like there's just it's just dumb easy listening. It's, it's like easy listening new metal, and I yeah. yeah. I mean, like you've shown me so many bands that you've been like, oh, this is amazing. I'm like, I prefer Limp Bizkit, <laughs> and like you know, there's a few not the dirty nil. No, they're not the dirty. Jesus, nil. um, what was the band? It, there's like jewelry. Oh, Kane Bedazzi. Hill. Kane Hill. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Kane Hill. I think. Well, Kane Hill is kind of nastier than this. Uh, like Kane Hill is like is sort of going. Yeah, that's for why that. I hate. That's why I hate it more. Oh, okay. Uh, I think Limbisca runs circles around Kane Hill even now to this day. Um, yeah. Kane Hill are inspired by Limbisca, obviously. obviously. Um, but I still think Limbisca kind of. I mean, I take King with the filth. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I take this over the Code Hard song that came out the, the other day. <laughs> I listened to it without like like just on iPhone speakers oh yeah oh, and yeah. I don't think that was the best impression so I might go back to that yeah it's catchy um but hey you know listen I I, I really what expect to just be like who gives a fuck and actually do you know Wes what a very good guitarist he is. enough to convince me to listen to this album yes. and enjoy it yeah so if that wasn't the case I would probably hate this there you go so against all the odds I think that Limp Bizkit still sucks is actually pretty solid eight. Solid eight. I think it's a solid age. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think it actually is. Dad vibes is my favorite, obviously. Dad vibes is excellent. <laughs> I, I get, I get, I'll take out of style, um, and like fucking who knew? But it is what it is, and so it's my second favorite album of the week. Is what I'm saying. 
It's a weird one. I like it better. Than, I like it better than the Dream Theater album. I like it better, <laughs> like it better than the Cradle of Filth album. And I don't. I. It's fun. It, it's a fun factor that Will's. Well no, I don't like it. No, third. I don't like it more than the Don Broco album. But no but I, it's definitely it's better, way better than I expected. Uh, it's really good. Yes, yeah. it's fun. It's fun. I, I think the first time I listened to it was like 7am in the morning I was going for a walk and I was like this is the weirdest time to get this in my brain <laughs> just one of those days yeah. Yeah. early going to the post office <laughs> everybody sucks yeah they custom took my package they did again no they didn't. Ah. I got it okay. so this is good this Limp Bizkit got me in a good mood and kept me in a good mood somehow good good that's all we got time for folks yeah um, that's all we got time for so yeah so really interesting and uh, like I said pretty uh, kind of kind of angular kind of guitar based week but but good fun all the same um I think Pro- we'll, pro- we'll probably try to squeeze one more in before the big break yeah yeah we can do that yeah. um good stuff coming out tomorrow friday mm-hmm. and stuff yeah yeah lots to look forward chip to chip tanaka for me the man himself tomorrow chippy <laughs> yeah. it's special for me chippy chip 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 um, we we yeah, no, his last i liked his last one yeah, yeah, yeah we'll good stuff that, yeah. um yeah. but anyways it's get yeah. the, the hour the hour getteth late so um yes. thank you very much for joining us you know us we're kill shuffle and we review the albums and thank you very much for joining us for those reviews um if you like what you hear you can reach out to us we are on twitter and facebook and all those good places and you can follow what we're doing on spotify but in the meantime look after yourselves and get to a gig while you can yeah, do. All right. Bye. Bye.